I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Would you like a piece of rock, Mr. Candy? It's time for Must Have Seen TV, the podcast dedicated to the sitcoms of the 20th century from I Love Lucy to News Radio. I'm your TV guide, Barb Hartley. And when I'm in drag as a boy named Brett White, I'm also senior reporter, producer for Decider.com. We are now entering the gayest month of the year, June Pride Month, which is honestly like any other month, I guess, for my gay ass. But say hello to the Ricky, to my Fred, Ethan K. Hello, Ethan. Hello, Barb. I ah. do not mind being Ricky, but Fred is Fred. Fred is the 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 joy that lights up every room. William Frawley, a sixty-something-year-old man, uh, at least. <laughs> uh he was born in the 1800s i do know that (laughs) he is an old man but yes this is pride month so we will be i will be taking us on a guided tour okay also just so this is a palm springs episode so if you're not watching the uh, youtube i am dressed as a beautiful palm springs get a uh getaway woman uh let me see if i could show off it it is a fantastic outfit. Uh, oh, I didn't realize um, I didn't realize that didn't have legs. Well, it's a bathing suit, baby. It's a bathing suit that ma- that matches the robe. My caftan and bathing suit and I am wearing no corset or pads. <laughs> <laughs> because I've been in drag for, you know, most of the day because I got in drag too early and I got to <laughs> tell you I don't I might I might start doing this for mustaching TV. I don't know. It's pretty uh, <laughs> no corset and pads. I love that the hat matches the eyes and the caftan matches the bathing suit and the bathing suit also matches the what? eyes which matches the hat. It oh. is everything matching and put together perfectly. Hold on. Hold on. Uh Mr. K, hold on. Before <laughs> we keep talking, I do need to apply some more lipstick. Let me just take. Oh, well, look. Oh, my makeup bag matches too. Oh, it matches everything. That's drag, baby. And also our wallpaper in our apartment. It's the Golden Girls Blanche bedroom banana leaf. Um, and we have that in our. You should have a mojito because all those colors are mojito colors. And I, on it, like, yeah. So I was like, well, I'm only going to do drag from the waist up. And then I was like, well, let me just put on every, everything except for the corset (laughs) and like the pads and the five layers of pantyhose and 
I will now I now understand. So this bathing suit has the ruching at the tummy. Okay. Which I now understand <laughs> that hides the tummy. And I got the cover up. So I still look like a a beautiful woman, uh, even though I have done nothing to alter my man body, except I am wearing boobs. So are, I'm I'm doing I'm doing a bosom, I'm doing a bosom buddies kind of drag. That's what this <laughs> is. But I look so much uh more feminine and pretty than Tom Hanks and Peter Scolari ever did. I feel and I feel bad that that <laughs> you started you 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 put on the, the, the drag earlier this this evening when I thought we were going to be recording earlier and we are recording at currently 9.30 at night on <laughs> May 29th, Memorial Day. Um, but we're here and we're going to do this great, ep- a fantastic episode of I Love Lucy. Oof. Um, with Rock Hudson. With Rock Hudson. Which is the, which is the, uh, yeah, so so usually, you know, I always try and do something special for Pride Month. I don't know if I did last year actually because i was on sabbatical yeah yeah hiatus uh and so this year since we have a new like you know tripping through the decades theme i was like well let's start at the 50s is up and so i was trying to see what we could talk about in the 1950s and like oh lordy um i there are a lot of uh like talk shows about like i mean they're called like the homosexual menace and stuff like that and i was like i would love to do one of those like let's be honest <laughs> i would I love i have but... one that's on like back in like i want to say like 15 20 years ago i got like a whole bunch of like very strange like found footage videos from five minutes to live which is an amazing video company so that included like the brazilian version of star wars Mm. it included uh the turkish wizard of oz (laughs) just like weird remakes and like weird things and one of them was a public safety public health big air quotes about the 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 homosexual menace what Uh, year uh 1950s Oh, maybe, we should have done that. Well, we, maybe that'll be a bonus. We'll see. Well, it's, it's one of those things that if someone else wanted to watch it, I don't know how easily it would be able to be found. It's you called walk per- them through, you know, it's called perversion for profit. And it and it goes against, <laughs> you know, pornography as much as anything else. Uh, I was like, man, am I supposed to be getting paid for being a homosexual? Jeez, I've you missed guys out. Are getting paid. Oh, man. Uh, so I was like, well, let's so if you go on wikipedia maybe people don't know this you can search for just google like list of tv episodes with lgbt themes and it will take you to a wikipedia list that is uh organized and it's all like pre-ellen so it's like there is pre-stonewall so there's like you know beginning of television to 69 and then there's 1970 to 97 or no there's like then there's 70s 80s and then 90 to 97 so the pre stonewall one is a lot like 50s is the first episode of lucy is on there because there was a joke um i can't remember, I, I can't remember what the joke was but it was a joke that inferred that a man had been like it was like a list of names it was like a misunderstanding of like oh he's like he's been with everyone julie amanda irving you know like that oh, it, okay. it's kind of like home alone 2 has the exact same joke when they're uh, like you've been with everybody stinky pete with the gimpy leg or whatever you know <laughs> um but then it's all just like a whole bunch of like local talk shows uh of people debating on whether or not homosexuals are real or should exist or are dangerous uh, are they real are Unsolved we? Mysteries with Robert Stack. Mm. 
So that's why I, when I saw, um, I was like, well, we we could do an I Love Lucy. And I saw uh, Rock Hudson, Palm Springs, I Love Lucy. It was like, well, geez, there you go. Yeah. That's, a, that's a gay trio right there. Well, I mean, Rock Hudson, for a lot of people, was the first time that someone that they knew was identified as a homosexual. Yes. Um, when he died, unfortunately. Because of, uh, he passed away of AIDS. I did, I did go see the AIDS quilt and I saw his, I believe I saw his, um, his square. Oh, wow. Uh, I came yeah. to Lafayette college at a time where I think it was, it might've just been a, a portion of it. Cause it, it was very big at the time. And when I was, I want to say this was early nineties probably. Um, and we, and there were just a lot of like names that you'd recognize on that. Wow. Have you ever seen the AIDS quilt? I don't think so. I've seen a quilt. I mean, like I've seen some sort of some quilt. I don't know if it was the it might have been the AIDS quilt. A quilt came to my college. It was a big quilt. I don't know if it was that. This was the early 2000s, though. And I feel like at that time, were we done with it? Like I'm kind of surprised that you don't. On. You can't identify the, the quilt. It could have been like the Habitat for Humanity quilt. It was just like... a random ass quilt. No, I mean, I was also deeply closeted in college. I thought that I was a heterosexual man look at me now uh but ba, 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 ba. <laughs> i have lots of information about rock hudson i got information about palm springs we will get into as we go through the episode um I, I have a little bit of information about i love lucy i know that you covered i love lucy before oh, done so many me. episodes yes not with me but there's it, it's a it's one of those shows that Kickstarted so many things in sitcoms and in television. It created the sitcom. It I mean, like it, it. We wouldn't have. I mean, honestly, we wouldn't have streaming services today if it wasn't for Desi Arnaz. It's because <laughs> he's the one who invented the rerun, which is what streaming services used to be built on, and now they're built on. Truly, we don't know because they don't want you to watch their originals, and they don't want to have a library of anyway. Pay the writers. Um, pay other the writers. things. He's I mean, guys. so this week we'll be traveling to April 25th, 1955. A man called Peter ruled the box office. Cherry Pink and Apple Blossom White by Perez Prado topped the charts. And CBS aired the I Love Lucy episode in Palm Springs. Ethan, you must have seen in Palm Springs before today. As much of I Love Lucy as I have seen, I have not seen in Palm Springs. So, like, yeah, like, I, you know, Lucy was, Nick at Night loved Lucy, obviously. But they, <laughs> on Saturday nights, they used to have play, like, maybe an hour of I Love Lucy and then the Lucy Desi Comedy Hour. But it was always a big deal, uh, like, Saturday nights, me and my parents would watch the Lucy Desi Comedy Hour, which is what the show is retitled to for the last three seasons, I do believe. Uh, I think it was the last season when they it was, when they went to hour-long episodes. Yeah, and it ran over a, the, a number of years, but it was they yeah. only did like, I don't know, 30 episodes. episodes a year. It was like really... Well, she, she kept on coming back with shows that had the same writers. Yeah, it's wild that she had three back-to-back -back shows that all ran a minimum of like six seasons. And I mean, it's what so like there's I Love Lucy, the Lucy show, yeah. and here's Lucy. And uh, and then there was Life with Lucy, all of which the, had Bob Carroll Jr. as a writer. Yeah. And most of them had Madeline Davis as a writer. And it's kind of wild. Like I've I've heard people talk about how she kind of competed with herself in syndication because 
you know, she has three hit shows, which is wild because that never happens uh, in the olden days. That never happened. And but like when syndicators are looking at which Lucy show do we want to syndicate, they're always going to pick I Love Lucy. They're never going to. Yeah. And then sometimes they'll pick the Lucy show. Here's Lucy. Uh-uh. Um, in, in 2012, it was rated. It was it was uh, voted the best show of all time. So, yeah, like, I don't, I can get, so just like overview, the Lucy show, I Love Lucy, uh, invented the three camera setup. It invented sitcoms being filmed in LA on film, live in front of an audience with a three camera setup and re-ran. Unbelievable. Like, it's like literally it invented television and it's not even hyper hyperbolic to say <laughs> that like the fact that in the year 2023, there are still shows that are shot live in front of an audience with three cameras <laughs> in LA on film, maybe digital, but like they invented a thing that was so perfect right out the gate that we just never needed to change it. And any deviations from it, the, the, the thing they created has still remained. Like it still exists. And the thing about this show specifically is it was filmed in 35 millimeters. So every, all the reruns and all the digital reruns look and sound fantastic. We've done so many 1950s shows and uh, I Love Lucy is just so far ahead. I I Love Lucy looks a lot better than, okay, like I'm uh, watching Project Runway from 2008. Mm -hmm. And in the early 2000s, when digital tape came around, and uh, we all thought it looked good. And then we got HGTVs and we were like, what is this horrible interlacing? Everything is so sharp. <laughs> the lighting is so harsh. Uh, it looks like everything is staticky. And it's like, I love Lucy. It looks better than stuff that was made 20 years ago, it's, which is wild. It's sharp where it needs to be sharp. It's soft where it needs to be soft. It is it is a joy to look at. And I was I mean, I was like, I've, I've complained about this on the show before. I just finished watching Deadwood on HBO, mm. a, film, a, sh- a show that started in 2006. And like, it doesn't look good on my mm-hmm. TV. Yeah, and I'm wondering if, if, if did it look good when it first came out? Because I'm watching it on Max, HBO Max now. Uh, and it's the colors don't look great. The sharpness isn't there. And Lucy looks to this day fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I think the literal only thing that we need AI for the only thing motherfuckers is <laughs> going back to old television shows and making them HD. That is it. Clean them up. That's all we need. We do not need literally anything else. I've been also very depressed <laughs> over the past, <laughs> oh, like over the past couple of days. I can't even get on the whole uh, Target stores, which I knew was going to happen. I was like, Target has had a pride collection in their stores for like the last five years. And it's been great. Like, and now all of a sudden, of course, idiots are losing their goddamn minds. So, so that's been really bumming me out. And then I, uh, all the AI stuff is just really like, why are we putting a gun to our heads, everybody? Like, it's we fun. Went, we went uh, to Target last night uh, and they did have a pride section. But Compared to years before, it was very toned down. Yeah. We're in New York. God I mean, damn it. Yeah, this is Hudson Valley, New York. So, so where before you might get, um, let's say, rainbow overalls. Here it was like a tasteful gray sweatshirt with a little like mm. rainbow on the sleeve. 
it really felt muted compared yeah, to I guess they probably moved a lot of the stuff, which is really great. Really uh does Target sell guys. Bibles? Does Target sell um, Bibles? Yes. Yeah. Then I want them out. I want those Bibles out of the targets. Like, oh. I mean, that's honestly like, but they would never do that. And that's just the hypocrisy. And it's great. We did get our, I cat actually a- don't care about their Bibles and target. We, we, we bought our cat a little ribbon toy and the ribbons were different rainbows. And that was, it was, it was in the same aisle with a, a big stuffed dog bone that had uh, in rainbow letters, the word growth written on it i don't like that which is a strange thing because it implies that your dog was homophobic and he's getting better about it yeah he's coming around to identify with your dog woo so uh (laughs) this week on must have seen tv we'll be talking about the i love lucy episode in palm springs it's the 26th episode of season four and boy i think you can tell and it was written by jess oppenheimer madeline Pugh, and bob carroll jr directed by william asher that's the dream team that made almost all the episodes uh here's how paramount plus describes the episode due to simultaneous marital tiffs in the ricardo and mertz households lucy and ethel take off on a girls only vacation to palm springs ethan how accurate is that description totally Totally. Except for the Rock Hudson of it all. But honestly, there really isn't a lot of Rock Hudson. So So, cool little thing about this is why are these why is this sitcom now centered in California? Because I love these are New Yorkers. This is a New York show. Um, It was very proudly New York. Had you never seen any of the L.A. episodes? That's what it is, is that for 30 episodes in season four, they Ricky goes out. to make a movie. They drive out. It's also country. so we we think about sitcoms as being episodic, and you know there being no like you hit the reset button at the end of every episode, which is honestly what they became and still primarily kind of are yeah, this kind of sitcom. Um, and Lucy was that, but then also Lucy decided like them. Uh, the there's an actual story arc of her like saying I'm uh we're uh we're expecting uh because they couldn't say they were pregnant but like there's a there's a pregnancy pregnancy arc in season two and then so ricky and it's i think it's also like the same actor uh because he's like two in this episode which makes sense um and and then yeah so then there's ricky gets a gets a job on a movie they then show them driving they have like two or three episodes of them in the south and like across the country and Mm -hmm. then they get to la then they're in la for the rest of the season there's a europe like stint in season five i do believe and then at the end of season six they move to the country and have like a dozen or something episodes set in the farmhouse that lucy is a comedy hour so it really was like you had to watch because actually their status quo changed like it's yeah crazy (laughs) it's pretty it's pretty wild the the them leaving new york and driving to california that's one of those things that's kind of like really associated with the show kind of like the vitamin and vegemin and the the candy all them in the car yeah all them in the car driving uh across the i think it was the george washington bridge mm-hmm. um and this is that's it leads to this where they go to they live in hollywood which is 2 hours away from palm springs so they can have a Palm Springs episode with Rock Hudson. Yes. And so the two hours thing, and I think this is, I mean, I saw it on a website. So I was like, why were so many, why was Palm Springs so gay? And first of all, uh, one of the, everyone, you can go to uh, LGBTQPSHistory.org. So 
LGBTQ Palm Springs History.org PS History. Uh, and this is an actual like a uh, nonprofit museum collection that's actually preserving and e- exhibiting the uh, queer history of the desert area and Palm Springs. So that's cool. And I definitely want to do that. But so what I read was that a lot of the actors back in like the golden era of Hollywood were on contract at their studios. And a lot of those contracts had the morality clause, like Rock Hudson definitely had a morality clause, which is why one of the many reasons why he could not be an out homosexual. And also he had the press machine of his agent and stuff planning the fake stories about him dating women, etc. So like all that's working. Also in the morale in the clauses was apparently a two hour like radius limit, like act some actors under contract. You could not be further than two hours away of from like L.A., I guess on like downtime or something like you had huh. to, essentially like you had to be on call, you know, like you're a doctor at your beeper. So you had to remain within two hours of L.A. and Palm Springs is two hours away. And so it was it ended up becoming like the enclave, the like place where the gays could go and like chill because it was as far as they could get away and as private as they could get so yeah. i wonder if that was like because of the i i'm wondering about the the two hour thing is that part of the studio system where you were you would do whatever the studio said yeah you're making a movie with a talking mule one day yep. the next day you're making a war film and the day after that you're making a romance set in berlin this is that was hayden's 1950 that was hayden Nork yeah. and his 12 movies he made in 1950 it's wild it was uh, oh my god so yeah so lucy opens up with the classic so you know the the classic syndication opening of the heart on the satin with the you know da 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 um when it originally aired they were like little cartoons advertising cigarettes and stuff yeah philip morris <laughs> so they, philip morris was 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 forever linked with uh with i love lucy well and especially at this time so in my to jump ahead to the must have facts i was you know trying to find out the ratings and for some reason during this week there was a lot of um, op-eds and just people in newspapers being like, are ratings really measuring uh, like what people are watching? We pulled 40,000 people and it turns out, you know, Lucy's number one in Nielsen, but in our poll, it was fourth. And there are all these like competing. There were like three different competing rating systems. And so they were like showing they're number one in Telestar, but number three in Nielsen, like just crazy stuff. Uh, and so apparently because Lucy had two alternating sponsors, it, Nielsen counted it as two different shows like Lucy sponsored by Philip Morris and Lucy sponsored by whatever the other one was oh they were God. like well those are different and it's like okay that's wild the animations at the beginning with with the Philip Morris things were done by the same studio that did the Flintstones at the same time they were doing the Flintstones mm, yeah I can see that if yeah, you, they're, they're, they're cute if you can find old their Flintstones ads for cigarettes where they yeah Brad and Barney are both smoking away God, good old, good old days, baby. No. Good old uh, days. So the episode starts with all of them in their L.A. apartment, which I just love because it is so mid-century. It's honestly like their apartments in New York look very old. Like, been, right? Like, yeah, I, remember, I, mean, I remember they're they're not as kept up as as the L.A. Uh, so they have an original apartment and then they move to a nicer one, uh, maybe in season two, where that has another room, I guess, for Ricky. I might be making that up, but there is because you can tell because there's a window. There's the first apartment they live in doesn't have a window on the back wall. Then they move to one that does. Um, and that one looks a little bit nicer. Uh, but this apartment is like you can tell they went to L.A. and they dropped some dollars wherever they're staying. Like the furniture <laughs> is so mod. It's like 
an Ikea installation, but authentic, you know? And I just, oh, I love it. Did Ricky end up doing the movie? I think so. Okay. I mean, I don't know if they would deal him that harsh of a blow. Well, things happen. In this one, he thought he was going to get a role and he, he ran yeah. off for it and it ended up not happening. I feel, Spoilers, uh, he didn't get into yeah. a role this episode. Um, and just in general, I love everything Fred Mertz wears. I have written an article uh, about this. Yes, <laughs> I will say I, I had a note uh, for right at the end where he comes in at the pool wearing a black suit, a gray, sh- a gray tie, a gray shirt. That yeah, it's all monotone. lapels. And what did I write about it? it it's was... a double breasted suit with peak lapels and it looks so and it's all like he looks like a member of Interpol or something. I said Fred looks great. That's what yeah. I wrote in my notes. Fred looks great. I so like for just lounging around the L.A. apartment, all of them being depressed and bored. He's wearing a gorgeous like double breasted suit with the biggest lapels and just oh, perfect. He's doing drag, honey, and I love it. Um, <laughs> he's uh, He's an interest. I mean, William Frawley is an interesting cat. Uh, people didn't like him. Oh, he was a horrible drunk. <laughs> he was a horrible drunk. He he had to agree not to be not to drink before shooting, which he did. It was one of those. If we catch you drinking, you will never be on the show again. Uh, he did not like Vivian Vance, his TV yep. wife. She all, in hand did not like him. Yeah, uh, there was a 22 year difference between age difference between the two. Um, and it's palpable in this episode because it, it, there's so much of this episode is both of them saying how much they hate each other. Yeah. It's all. Yeah. Uh, well, like Ricky gets off the phone and he's like, he's got, he's looked them up at the place in Palm Springs. And then like Lucy is looking at the paper, like, what are we going to do tonight? And she's like, Oh, rock Hudson. And Ethel's like, Oh, there's rock Hudson picture playing. She's like, no rock Hudson staying in Palm Springs, setting that up. Uh, and it's a way it's a movie called Captain Lightfoot. Uh, it was called Captain Lightfoot. He was, yeah. he was, he was just finished a movie and, uh, Ricky says he knows, he knows him. No, no. I'm just like everybody. Uh, they were going to go then, play golf in Palm Springs, but, yeah. uh, as, as the four of them are completely codependent, they cannot do anything independent of each other. When yeah, they, I mean, they go out to L.A. together, they go is, vacation in Palm Springs together. I do wonder what explanation. Because so like for a while, I was like in this entire first act, I was like, where is little Ricky? Like these are just four adults bored. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I was like, well, you have a child who is a toddler. And then in, later on the episode, Lucy's mother is there with Ricky. And it's like, well, yeah, Mrs. McGillicuddy, uh went, which is Lucy's maiden name. Um went to LA to watch Ricky. So it's like, well, why did Ethel and Fred go? Because you would think like we would be there to help watch Ricky, but it's like, no, they have the mom there for that. So they're just there to hang. There are seven characters in this entire episode. And one of them is a child. Yeah. Who who they walk on. He's wearing really cute sunglasses. And then he walks right off. Got a big (laughs) laugh. And then that was it. But we're we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. So uh, Ricky, then Lucy then Lucy goes on a tear about this news report that she finds where a woman uh, beat her husband with a baseball bat because he kept cracking his knuckles. And Lucy and Ethel think this is hilarious. They are (laughs) howling with laughter, and I think it is sincere. (laughs) And Fred and Ricky are uncomfortable with this. 
I wonder why. I wonder why. <laughs> I mean, people. this is also like back in the 50s. It's very much. I mean, OK, so I'll bring up this story now that this has actually led to it. Spousal abuse was where uh, we were kind of like meh on on that weirdly. Um, so Rock Hudson, uh, <laughs> we're getting into like step by step territory here. No. Uh, so Rock Hudson did get married and he got married to. And this actually ties into around this episode. So like this is early 1955 in 1955 Confidential Magazine, which was like the big tabloid like the most ruthless tabloid the right. tabloid that was out in all the homos and they got a hold of rock hudson story and they were like oh we publish in this and so his agent rock hudson's agent um henry wilson was like don't bury that story i have two other stories so we traded including one about tab hunter being arrested five years prior which is like that's boo shitty so so he sold them those two stories in order to get them to pull the rock hudson story and that is when rock uh rock hudson started dating phyllis uh phyllis gates who was who was either henry wilson or rock hudson's secretary uh i think it was henry wilson's secretary and other newspapers muddled it so like they start dating and according to her she was like we were dating like as far as like i was not in on it like i was like i loved him uh, they dated for like most of the summer. Then like I'll, I and I was looking at newspaper articles today, just like waiting. When the fuck are they getting married? They they're dating still. Jeez. Um, and it was you know all over the newspapers. They were playing it down. Had a hopper was seeing them, and it was like ooh, or the when they will when when they get married. And then all of a sudden in uh, November 9th, I think nineteen fifty five, they got married. They eloped. And then they uh, the marriage only lasted like two and a half years. They filed for she filed for divorce in April 1958, citing mental cruelty, cruelty. Oh, and Hudson did not contest it. And it went through. And now so here's the article I found. This is one just like in the Sasha Mitchell thing. You go to the Wikipedia and you read the Wikipedia version. It's like citing mental cruelty. And you would think like. Well, yeah, he was a closeted homosexual under a whole lot of pressure. I'm sure he was playing like I'm sure he was yeah. not fun to be around. And also she might have found out he was a homo and was like, this is mentally cruel to me. So here's the actual article that was published that like oh, at the AP. Here we go. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, so here's what she had to say. Uh, the actor was not present in court, but was represented by his eternal Gerald Lipsky. Uh, he wouldn't take me out. Is <laughs> Hey, I don't know what she sounded like. Uh, he wouldn't take me out, she said. And he didn't like to wear ties or dress up. Once when I asked him why he wouldn't speak to me, he hit me, she said. A corroborating witness, Patricia Devlin, testified she was present when, when Hudson was in one of his moods and saw him strike his wife. She was in a complete state of collapse many times, Miss Devlin added. Mrs. Hudson uh, said distress over the breakup of the marriage caused her to become ill and she was hospitalized for three weeks on one occasion. Hudson did not visit her during that time, she said. Hudson, whose true name is Roy H. Fitzgerald, and his wife were married, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I think that's all. Uh, she ended up, you know, getting, you know, money for 10 years and uh, she uh, re she received the couple's $35,000 Hollywood Hills home and furnishings. So, you know, was, when was this Lucy episode? 
55, early 55. And this is like, right. So like right after this is when confidential gets him and then yeah. he gets married. So like, and I then these, the sixties to that was this episode, the use of rock Hudson. No, cause this is before all that. Hmm. This is 55. And so this is him at like, you know, early career, uh, early. Cause then like pillow talk and stuff comes in like the late fifties and yeah, early sixties are all of his Doris day musicals of which Hayden Rourke is in. Uh, he's in two movies with rock Hudson. Well, all that he heaven allows and pillow talk. He was, he was a, he was a big name for movie for movies that you don't particularly hear about these days, except giant. Uh, he was in giant. Um, but he was he was regularly working, and then, you know, he he changed everything. He he changed it up. Did these Doris Day films? People loved those. I and just watched one. I watched one on Friday. It was very good. They were very cute. He ends up doing Macmillan and Wife mm-hmm. with St. James, and then he kills her character off at the last season. It's just Macmillan. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah and but also he was very good friends with hayden like they were very close they were going to go on uh, they went on a cruise together in the early 80s uh to alaska um etc fun times they were good uh, good good buds uh but yeah so like so they're very much laughing at this story of spousal abuse which i think is evidenced by the fact that like (laughs) <laughs> like you know uh and so ricky is tapping his fingers we basically then go through a round robin of all four of them have annoying habits their spouses all find them annoying ricky is tapping his uh fingers and i will point out ricky's a percussionist hey by trade. I i'm a i'm a percussionist too i do it constantly yeah like that's fingers. i tap my feet and now it's it is a form of stimming uh which is something that it can be a sign of some things. Uh, it can be a sign of un- oncoming dementia. Um, it can be a sign of autism. But it also can be something if you are stressed or depressed uh, or anxious. They are behaviors, repetitive behaviors mm-hmm. that can make you feel good. So I I am feeling Ricky on this. It happens. I don't know if he does this in any other episode. Yeah, that's the thing that it. always annoys me. Like, I'm always like, I want for once a character to call someone out for a thing that we have seen them. Like, there's an episode of Friends where they do this. It's like Rachel always chewing her hair. And it's like, this is the only time we've ever seen Rachel chew yeah. her hair. Um, that's why when on Friends, they make fun of like Chandler's uh, vocal tics of like, could you be wearing any? Like, it's funny because like, yeah, we have heard him say it, like talk <laughs> like that all the time. You've so, established they've established a, established a character that you can at least comment on. Yeah. And it's not something new. Lucy's tick is that she stirs, stirs that her coffee, coffee constantly. Never stops. Clink, 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 clink with a excuse me um, with a uh, ceramic cup or a, a porcelain cup. Clink, 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 clink. Yeah. Red Mertz is. He jangles his keys he, in his pocket. Is changing keys, just jingle, jingle, jingle. And uh, then Ethel eats like a cow. There's William Jesus Foley. Christ. I know he didn't write this character, but the words come out of his mouth. He constantly trashes her appearance and says she looks and eats like a cow. And it is really fucked up and disturbing. And I will point out, like, so when, you know, just to get ahead, the clothes are great. I wrote down like everything everyone was wearing and every scene almost. 
Ethel, when they finally get to Palm Springs, is honest. I mean, like she's wearing like a halter like dress with like a. It's I should. I'm a drag queen. I should know what these terms are. But like you can see her shoulder, like her entire like bust up is out. I mean, it's a like chest. You know, it's like a it's a good summery dress, and I'm like she's showing a lot of skin, especially for 1955, and it's because Vivian Vance was an attractive woman and was. A, I mean, like, not to, uh, sizes are, every size is valid. I don't know what I'm getting into here. I'm just trying to say she was beautiful. <laughs> I will, and I will agree with that to the point of saying, if I, you know, pick between Lucy and Ethel, I'd pick Ethel. Vivian Vance can get it. She's cool. Yes. And also hilarious. Hilarious. Um, and, and she stuck with Lucy through, um, was it here like- Lucy? She did all the way to half of Lucy's show, and then she came back for a couple of guest spots. She might yeah. have also done guest spots on Here's Lucy, but yeah, they, they ended up being good friends after having kind of a contentious start. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so now everyone is making fun of everyone, and everyone's angry at everyone, and then this carries over into the next morning, where Ricky is wearing an amazing smoking jacket, and then Lucy comes out. It is, I don't know, 6 a.m.? I don't know. People in the 50s got up really early, and she is wearing what I can only describe as a robe gown. It yeah. looks like a like an, a gorgeous, like it's made of probably like a robe material or like a quilted material. So it isn't like a fancy fabric, but like it is like high neck. It, and then it's slit open in the front and she's wearing these smart like pants under Lots, it. And it's, yeah. and it's like, what is this amazing garment? You noticed it too. And, and I was like, Jesus. I, I noticed that more than I noticed Ricky's smoking jacket. If a man is wearing a smoking jacket, I am noticing it. But I noticed because Lucy just like fills up the screen with this like this. It's, it's a ball gown all over. the. It's, it's, it's really a casual nice. ball gown. It's so wide with but sensible slacks. But they're not talking. No. And she, and she makes a point to just do a quick stir of her coffee and not clink, clink, <laughs> clink, 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 clink the glass. Or as uh, as was it Fred said it was playing the anvil chorus on the coffee cup. Yeah. Well, and then so Ray, uh, Fred comes in because he's trying to get away from Ethel because they are also going, you know, popping off, having a hard time. Yeah. Fred just walks the fuck in. Yeah. And he's like, full Kramer. He just <laughs> hey, that's how codependent in. they are. Yeah. Uh, and so, and then Ethel makes her way up there as well, of course. So all four of them are in there. Little Ricky. Who no. knows? He, he's, you know, directing his is third he asleep? Movie. I mean, is is Lucy's mom and Ricky just in another apartment? <laughs> they're in Palm Springs. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> they we're already in out Palm there. Springs. Well, and then Lucy is like, you know, we've all been spending so much time together. You know, we drove out here together. No wonder we're all getting on each other's nerves. What if only one couple goes to Palm Springs? And they're all and then like they're very on board with that. And then and, they and, and Fred then, just keeps calling Ethel fat, which is yes, and it's like it won't unfair. stop. And it's really annoying. Um but then does it like Lucy points out, oh, we're paired off wrong. And then what? Fred's joke is now she tells me. Oh, maybe maybe Ethel says that <laughs> because they're like the person we're most annoyed by is our spouse. So why yeah. would we want to go to Palm Springs with them? So so she says uh, you, Ricky and Fred are a couple and Ethel and I are a couple and we will just and we'll go and Ethel and I will go to Palm Springs. And the, and Fred goes, why, why are you in uh, why are you in Ethel? And she goes, well, I picked a couple at random and it was us. 
Yeah. <laughs> that was a good line. Well, and then she's like, okay, well, I'll flip for it. And then she gets out a quarter and she's like, okay, so heads we go, tails you stay. And then Ricky immediately is like, no. He's <laughs> like, I'm sure that married. he's, uh, yeah, I'm sure he's, all, she's played that on the show before too. Uh, and so then uh, she starts, you know, flipping and then it's like, okay, best uh, two out of three, best three out of four, best five out of seven. And then it gets into like, betting odds and i don't know those well, he's he says i'll let you two go so you don't get up to 357 out of 795 yeah. or whatever number you said yeah, um just... so it is ethel and lucy and they're going to palm springs with thank god finally the mother and ricky little I, ricky little and ricky since, and since i hadn't seen the previous episodes i didn't know who she was yeah, I was like, who is this strange older because woman? Because little Ricky is not with her. <laughs> yeah, when we go to Palm Springs, it's just the three of these women. Three of these women by the pool. There is no little Ricky. I forgot little Ricky was a thing. It's like, it's the ghost that only Lucy Nethel can see. Oh, yeah. They drowned in this pool 100 years ago yeah. today. So they're in rain. So it's rainy Palm Springs, which I also have a story oh. about because I love Palm I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Palm Springs, I have been twice. Um, I want to retire there, like right now, honestly. Uh, I decided to become a drag queen in Palm Springs. It is gay mecca. It is mid-century everything. I've never felt more alive. <laughs> Playing the lottery um, and you can make it happen. God, I just... So we when we, when we went uh, last year uh it rained and uh, and it was exactly like that like everyone we were out and about like we were out and about got caught in the rain the next day me and my friend nicole went like went to a, a store and i i befriended the older homosexual in a neckerchief who was working there and i asked him about his neckerchief and then we talked it was like i just my elders i love this um, but then he was just like, were you guys here for the rain yesterday? He was like, oh, we were all like, it was the talk of the town. Palm Springs was just because <laughs> I mean, it probably been, I think, 10 years since that heavier rain had come. So so this is true. This is real. It doesn't rain. It's the desert. And it gets up to about 116 degrees. Ooh. Well, it's the yeah. first time in 20 years that it's that it's raining. Um. And Lucy's Lucy. looking outside and she's like, oh, why are you looking outside? It's like, oh, I thought a movie star would float by. Yeah, but she does. She does know that Rock Hudson is supposed to be in the bungalow next door. Yes. And uh, when they, they believe that the boys are at home. um, Oh, they're like, they're having it good. They're 
They are swimming and sunning. I'm trying to read the jingling and tapping at the mm-hmm. pool. That's mm-hmm. what that's what they said. Because it's probably nice in LA and it's raining. And, and then like Ethel and Lucy start annoying each other with their same little ticks, and they're just like, oh my God. And Lucy's like, I miss, I miss Ricky. And then Ethel's like, I can top that. I miss Fred, which I don't know. I liked. I mean, well, it's, I, I it's very it low hanging fruit, but I laughed. But I knew it was fake. I yeah. knew it was the script. So like, <laughs> ah, they don't like each other. I think Lucy's like, well, I should call and invite them to come out. And Ethel's like, no, you can't. Cause if you do, you'll set lives back 2000 years. Mm-hmm. You forgive and they'll never let you forget. So they're are they're straight people from, okay? That's are straight people okay? No, we are act, not. It's like they're but acting like okay. couples on Property Brothers who are always like, he's got to have a man cave to get away from her kitchen. Like that's what it always is. Why can't uh, you have both? You can have both. And it's like we have to live together. Oh my god! You know <laughs> my budget's seven million dollars, but uh, my job Ooh. is I eat books for a living, and my wife raises newts. And and we have we have the right to be picky about everything. I wrote an article I'm very proud of of like 39 times couples cried on Property Brothers. And it's just like when they couldn't get rid of the ceiling beams, when the kitchen wasn't all white, like when it's really good. Um, So now we cut back to Hollywood and it is raining in Hollywood as well. And Ricky and Fred are they're they're annoying each other with their own quirks. Yeah, and basically, this is the same beats as the previous scene. I mean, is this a herald? Do we need to get into improv talk? <laughs> but it's like very much like the first act is all four of them together. Act is two is them like the girls are together, and then it's like a second beat of that. And then act three is a height like Rock Hudson. Rock Hudson yeah. comes in and beats the third beat. You have all the characters come together, one big group game with Rock Hudson. With, with a big like, and why aren't they on the moon? No, God. Uh, but I did write, this is more recognizable as a sitcom than any other 1950s, probably even some of the 60s shows that we've done. Like, just in terms of, like, jokes per minute, <laughs> performance, set, quality. Like, it's just, the fact that this was airing at the same time as, like, Father Knows Best. Yeah. And like all those. Think about it this way. We watched a Father Knows Best episode at uh, back at Christmas time. And we watched this I Love Lucy episode now. This feels more like theater because it's in front of a live audience getting live reactions. It is done with minimal sets versus Father Knows Best where it is cinematic. We are in multiple locations. We are shooting from very different camera angles. Mm-hmm. We are outdoors. We are introducing. We have we, we have are, a murderous hobo playing a murderous hobo Santa. But it feels it feels more like a a twenty five minute long short film, yeah. than it does a sitcom. And I think that that is one of the th- the things that Lucy did was it made it into a template that the other shows in the fifties. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the other ones. Life of Riley, same thing. They were on a college campus. They were in multiple rooms of a of a of a house. They were at a job site. They were in the bushes. Like they were. Yeah, it was filmed differently. 
It was just, or like there were other ones that were, were doing sitcom stuff, but they look like crap because they weren't shot on film or they're like kinescopes, like cameras yeah. on a TV. So like Lucy is this wild lightning in a bottle, just like we've, we've got every, we did everything right. We're the first ones to ever do it. And we yeah. did it all right. And financially, it probably made more sense. 70 you know, years ago. Yeah. You're recycling a set rather than okay we're going to be at the college now we have to be in a different yeah. part of the college we have to be at the on the football field we have to be outside the window and also inside the house like lucy's like if we leave this room it's going to be crazy we'll do it but i i guess we'll we'll be we'll grumpy about yeah, it yeah i mean like you know the the candy factory you know you you don't notice like i don't they're in front of a blank wall like yeah, <laughs> because you notice the conveyor belt and like their performances, and it's like, well, they didn't need to spend money on like what's in a what's in a candy factory because <laughs> there's so uh, many, and there's still so many sitcoms, especially in the '60s, '70s, '80s, and '90s, where you will have the same two sets repeated, mm -hmm. repeated, repeated, and then every episode there'll be a third location. Yeah, or you're like redressing maybe, a third set as a different yeah. apartment, and maybe a third silo maybe a third. on Apple TV since all the apartments <laughs> are the exact same. Is I that was what kept you're watching wondering. these days? Uh, that's what I yeah we talked about it last week. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Everyone watched Silo. Are you watching anything that you like? No. <laughs> no, I mean Project Runway. Uh. Uh. I'm watching old Project Runway, and uh, I mean Ru RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars Eight is entering into the phase of every season where uh, you're just being gaslit by the producers, yeah. but it's real fun still. So <laughs> it's like, sure. Okay. <laughs> fun. Yeah. I don't know. You're... We're, we're entering, we are exiting the time of good television or, me or even mediocre television. And we're, we're stepping into the no writers. Let's see what we got era Oof. of television and that's going to be hopefully pretty soon no actors either come on yeah. sign those cards and maybe even no directors because i That'd heard be so that, great that, that the directors are are up for it too well it's like if you don't got writers and actors what are you guys yeah. doing <laughs> yeah if you got what what can you work with animation like <gasps> you're gonna need uh, voice actors so they're cg no never mind hey no <laughs> so they're bored they're bored. And then they get a call and it's Dory Sherry's secretary who uh, Dory Sherry is spelled D-O-R-E-S-C-H-A-R-Y. And it's a man. He's a man. He's a producer. He's a prolific producer and like playwright. I did not know that. Yeah, I looked him up because, uh, well, when, when they said he later on, I was like, OK, how are they spelling Dory? Like, what is happening? <laughs> and so I Googled and yeah, found that out. So he's like, do you want it to, they want a meeting with you, Mr. Ricardo? So he's like, cool, well, we'll go to Palm Springs now. Hooray. And then, but then, uh, then I wrote, we are finally at the pool. I'm like, this episode is <laughs> called In Palm Springs. Then is essentially act three when we're finally seeing some Palm Springs realness. Like, I am ready. I was ready for Palm Springs and I spent so many acts in Hollywood and then in an apartment. And I'm like, let's get to the pool. You are 20 times Palm Springs than Lucy. Because <laughs> Lucy, Lucy, <laughs> Lucy dressed like Island of Dr. Moreau. <laughs> she's showing zero skin. She is wearing a 
a large robe, a big hat, sunglasses, um, like a towel, like a terry cloth robe yeah. that has her initials uh, embroidered on the sleeve. She does. She she is not dressed for the weather at all. And who <laughs> is dressed for the weather? Vivian Vance. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say all the oh. gays that kept walking in. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to. Yeah. The I, scene opens up with two homos walking in. One's wearing a Speedo, A+, and the other one is wearing... He's wearing, like, tiny swim trunks. And then a <laughs> silk... It looks like a silk, like kind of like bowling-style, like camp-collar shirt. Mm-hmm. And it's like a huge satin collar. And it looks like they are... This is just in my head. But you know that, like, style of pattern that's like a whole bunch of little tiny, like, boomerangs or Saturns? Yeah. Like, so that's what I'm picturing it as, but it's like black. And I was like, that's amazing. I've never seen like a like a 1950s over shirt kind of oh, it's so good. That's and then the- I also noted they went they went to hang out with one woman. And I was like, two boys for every girl. <laughs> Palm Springs, the Palm Springs yeah. boys. Yeah, that's what that is. <laughs> and, I'm, and this is that's the difference between me and you, because I'm like, ooh, Vivian Vance. Yeah. <laughs> Um, pretty soon I'm like, oh, Rock Hudson. Um, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. No, Lucy's joke about why she's all dressed up is really good. <laughs> yeah. And she says that she she pays for the sun and it's her business if she uses it or not. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not a very good excuse. I don't exactly know what it means that she's at the pool. Like, it's not a, it's not it, it doesn't explain away why she's dressed like, you know, like the sun is about to explode. Yeah. She, yeah. I mean, I imagine so she's not a natural redhead, but in general, redheads like that's one of Lucy's character games. Is everyone's like, that's from a bottle. She's not really redhead. Um, so I'm wondering if like she's so committed to the bit of being a redhead that she's like, well, redheads are usually fair skinned. So uh, I need to be covered. I mean, that's just me fan cannoning over here. Um, <laughs> there were, they, I wish they did give it an explanation for it. Yeah, because it does stand out as being strange. So then um. So Rock Hudson comes in and and but he's he's there with two people, which are Ricky and Fred. Oh, right. Yes, yes, yes. I didn't know. <laughs> I couldn't remember when we established that. Yes, I, I looked away and looked back and I'm like, oh, Ricky is pointing out Lucy to Rock Hudson as he walks through, walks through the pool, walks to the pool. So I love when he when he approaches Lucy, she is, of course, like, good, 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 good. Whoa. I do like when she doesn't she like says her name and then Ethel's like Ethel Mertz. He's like, this is my friend, uh, Miss Mertz. And I love Lucy's response, like Mertz, (laughs) as if she'd never heard it before. And is like, this is a horrible last name. I love that. (laughs) Well, she wanted to side with with Rock Hudson and she would leave her friend by the roadside to be with Rock Hudson. And then Ethel does the would you like a piece of rock, Mr. Candy? Oh, because she's she's sitting at the pool eating candy. She can work. eat all that candy she wants. I mean, work. Honestly, I mean, that's a dream. Honestly, yeah. like you go to Palm Springs. It is no rules. Just right. You should be able to do whatever you want. Within, I've never been. You know, you know, the times I've been. You to would Cal- love it. It's Tiki. I, I, I went to that great Tiki place and got very drunk. It's because we ordered the one. We got the thing where you get the uh, one drink that's like basically a punch bowl and just. <laughs> the last so time we good. went to uh to Disney World, we went to the Trader Sam's and you can buy uh drinks 
And then if you buy the drink, you can also purchase the mug that the drink came in. Ah. But I don't drink alcohol. So Megan just had to keep ordering all these alcoholic drinks, bigger and bigger alcoholic oh, yeah. drinks. So we could get the mugs. Now we have most of the mugs, which is good. I have never been to Palm Springs. I've I've been to Anaheim. I've been to L.A. Also, the OK, also the vintage shopping. Uh, right. You see the the Bob Newhart poster that is above my. Oh, that one up there. Yeah, I got that in Palm Springs because I mean, like I realized, like, oh, this is two hours away from Hollywood. Yeah. So like, yeah, a Nick at Night promo poster from the early 90s of the Bob Newhart show. That was definitely, I mean, like, it's called, like, it says, uh, if you're in advertising, you need a shrink. And it's like, this is an inside joke. Like, this was not sold yeah. in Walmarts. <laughs> like, I don't know. So I own it now. Um, I think, yeah, the thrifting is great. That joke was done better by Bill Hicks when mm. he, he says, is there anyone here out there uh, in advertising or marketing? Yeah? Kill yourself. <laughs> My God. <laughs> uh, rest so edgy. No. <laughs> oh, rest of um, so then Rock Hudson is there because he's got bad news. Oh, um, yes. Adele Schiff, the script girl. Uh, how does he relate that he needs to tell Ricky? He needs to tell Ricky because it's a script girl that Ricky knows. Uh, it's a mutual, a mutual friend, which is true or not. I he does it doesn't actually matter. Uh just gonna check out my lipstick. Adele um, Schiff. Um, she was married 20 years and they had no fights until no fights. now. This <laughs> and totally fake husband whistled all the time. One note. One note. And and then he proceeds to whistle one note several yeah. times. Several times. I'm gonna do it because it's gonna freak out the microphone. Yeah. Oh, uh, um, <laughs> Yeah, and this like basically he's just there like teaching her a lesson on Fred and Ricky's behalf, like of like because the oh he's dead, the man is dead. Like he got into like a <laughs> what a car accident, and he went yeah, to the hospital. To, she showed had nothing to do just, with the whistling. The whistling didn't kill him. He got in a car oh, accident. Yeah, yeah, he got yeah, and then well then she went. And she's like he he wasn't even whistling at the hospital. Like he dead, he dead. And it's at this point that I wrote this is a weird use of Rock Hudson. <laughs> just in general for the show it's like we are the lucy show your <clears throat> i love lucy we're the number one show on television we're going to have rock hudson on as a guest what do we want to do with him do we it's want like, like lucy all of a sudden becomes his manager uh lucy the paparazzi snap photos of uh lucy and rock and now all of a sudden everyone thinks that lucy's having an affair like there's so many things we could do palm springs <laughs> like uh, Lucy goes to Rock Hudson's gorgeous mid-century home and breaks a vase or something. You know, you're, you're treating him like a like a one-use item in a video game. Like you can summon Rock Hudson once in Final Fantasy. I like that's it. <laughs> you get a major movie star. It's like okay, like when Brad Pitt guested on Friends. And it's like what did Brad? They got Brad Pitt, and it's like he's only in the episode for five minutes, and he's just telling a story about a man who died who isn't real, and that's the only. <laughs> Did you ever it's watch wild. the show? Do you ever watch the show Psych? No, it's a very good show, and they have a constant. They have a recurring gag of uh, Kurt Smith from Tears for Fears. Mm -hmm. He just he just shows up at places where they are, <laughs> and it's 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 never like like the it's. I think there are a couple episodes like that. He is like a main character, but he's always he always plays Kurt Smith from Tears for Fears. 
That's and so specific. Be like a place where they show that they are, or he shows up at a place they are. And it's just this wonderful extended running joke cameo. Why couldn't they do that with Rock Hudson? He just like, he's friends with me. <laughs> he's like, everywhere. You know, at least for the, the Palm Springs for the LA portion of it. Yeah. We we went down to the beach and got snow cones and Rock Hudson was there and we had it we hung out with Rock Hudson and he played a guitar. I don't know. And so like this really, you know, makes them sad about, you know, they start thinking about dead husbands and then and then they see Fred and Ricky and are just like, yeah, very you know, they're happy. It's and this very, is where Fred is wearing the perfect suit. The perfect suit. Not the perfect suit for poolside, unless you're like in the mob. But it, it is a, it is such a good looking suit. Yeah, I don't think like, he tried. He drove two hours in this like suit. Like, man, I guess he really wanted to show off for Ethel or for Rock Hudson. Oh, God. Oh, oh, did I just ruin? Did I, I would just, love like, that. Something? I would love that. Oh, my God. I mean, get on, like. Get on AO3, write it up. Fred Mertz and Rock Hudson slash fiction. Oh, what, yeah. what a door. Um, when, you, when you're putting together the thumbnail for this episode on YouTube, please include like, the the Fred, <laughs> Fred Mertz. Uh, he looks good. George, in it. Yeah, he's OK. Yeah, Ricky. Yeah, he's fine. Um, Neither of them are dressed for the pool or Palm Springs. They no, because it's like, probably very hot. <laughs> Fred's wearing all black. Like, what are you doing? Okay. He's wearing a double-breasted suit in poolside. More fabric, no color. Yeah, uh, and so then Absorbing they're like, "Well, oh!" And then he's like, "Well, what about the Dory Sherry call?" And then it turns out Lucy does a good Dory Sherry impersonation. That was loose. So wow, they both, you know, wanted to see the other one, but weren't gonna admit to it. And the only way they could do it was by manipulating the other person and getting Rock, Rock Hudson, Hudson involved. Yeah, through Rock Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> reconnect with wife via rock hudson that old plot <laughs> you know we've all we've all been there uh, <laughs> uh and i mean do i have any more palm strings facts uh i want to yes. go like it's right now it's it's probably further down the list megan and i started putting together a list of like mm. dream places we want to go and she's like we're talking about like <laughs> Inside the U.S., outside the U.S., she met like we're talking about like Egypt and Mumbai. Um, I don't know. Who knows That's, where we're going? Wow, go. yeah. Uh, so I did. I was you know trying to find research about looking into gay Palm Springs history, and oh, you found it. I'm sure you did. Well, I found like I was like Rock Hudson. How like known was he in Palm Springs? God damn. Sorry, my was lipstick is Palm like Springs? my lipstick's oh, like going crazy. Going bananas. Um, it's just like, yeah, it's feeling weird. Maybe it's because I've never worn lips. No, I've worn lipstick this long before. Um, so I was like, when was Rock Hudson in Palm Springs? Was there a long time? Uh, October 28, 1954. I found an article uh, titled From the Palm Springs Desert Sun, which is the name of the newspaper in Palm Springs. Hmm. Weekend at Racket Club Gay Scene was the headline. Just like, I love that. Uh, I love that like articles in the 1950s were basically like there wasn't Instagram. So the way to have FOMO and keep up with celebrities were articles and newspapers that are just lists of names. It's like at the racket club and then 30 names. <laughs> and so like this was uh, this was that one. Um, attracting much attention was the handsome young movie star Rock Hudson, who was with Betty Abbott, 
Betty Mitchell, Public Relations Department of Universal Studios, Bob Berman of Modern Screen, and Marjorie Pohl. So, uh, but the Racket Club of Palm Springs was a resort that was founded by Charles Farrell and Ralph Bellamy, who were actors, and they included two tennis courts, a swimming pool, the Bamboo Room Bar. Sounds good. And then bungalows. And then it was demolished in July 2014 after a fire. So that oh. sucks. Yeah, it does um, suck. And then another time I found Rock Hudson in Palm Springs, March 20th, 1972. Rock and his uh, gay best friend, George Nader, was at George's partner's art gallery in Palm Springs. And it was a cocktail party hosted by Jolie Gabor for her daughters, Magda and Ava Gabor. <laughs> so, love that. That's exciting. Uh, and... That's, I think, all of the stuff that I. Uh, was so he, he he was no stranger to it. No, there, no. There, yeah. there were plenty of times where he would, did not make the papers for being in Palm Springs. It's all those, you know, your Rock Hudson's, your 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 Tab Hunters, your you know your uh, I mean, yeah, your 1950s heartthrobs who all hung out together and you know just Getty Images has lots of nice photos of all of them hanging out. Roddy McDowell. Oh, oh, man. He's part of that crowd. Yeah, uh, so was Robert Wagner. I'm not saying anything. (laughs) I just I just would hope I would just hope I would just hope Um, to everybody. He was he was Mr. Popular. Mm. Uh, Do you ready for some must have facts? Oh, I'd love some must have facts. So, of course, Lucy was number one for the week, and it was watched by 23.6 million people, which is half of all televisions. (laughs) <laughs> they're all of course watching lucy but the ratings had gone down it was still number one but like i found articles being like wow the ratings have gone down this season well it was that i remember it was the top rated show for four of its six seasons which yeah, is so I mean, like, amazing uh the number the five shows of that season that were the top five were for dive toast of the town four uh. you bet your life Three, Dragnet. Two, The Jackie Gleason Show. And number one, I Love Lucy. Uh, Disneyland was the number six show. Yeah, 1955. Is... It was, uh, what, what, when was this? When did this air? This air, this is the 54-55 TV season. This is April. This is April 54. April okay. 55, I mean. April 55. So this yes. is three months before the opening of Disneyland? Is Disneyland the show just them talking about what Disneyland's going to be like? <laughs> no, Disneyland the show was was um, I mean, it's not a sitcom. I'd love to, to do an episode if we can find you one. Can D- Disney went into business with ABC because mm-hmm. and no one else wanted to work with film studios or film studios were like, don't go to TV. It's a wasteland. They're competing with us. Disney's like, hey, I can advertise my movies and my cartoons through uh through television so he partnered with abc which was like the lowest of the low rated tv networks and he says we we, we're gonna put together a show i'll host it we'll show clips of of my movies and my cartoons and uh and after a little while he he introduced we're going to have this place called disneyland Hmm. and the way that the show worked was you could either have their episodes from Tomorrowland, which are kind of like future cartoons and like future things, Frontierland, Fantasyland, and Adventureland. 
And each one of those four different lands, which are in the parks, lent themselves to different um, like TV genres. Shows. Yeah. Yeah. So so you could have a, it's a frontier land week. So we're going to watch uh, Davy Crockett um, or yeah, it's very it, smart. Yeah. So <laughs> once once they the Disneyland opened, Disney was in people's houses, you know, at least once a week. Yeah, in these, in these TV shows, he had been hyping up the park, so people knew about Disneyland and they were psyched for Disneyland. So um, it's just like what, and and then other people started realizing that oh, TV is not competing with us. We can use TV for various things. Yeah, uh-huh. advertising. Yeah, more than just cigarettes. Yeah, uh, the yeah. CBS Monday Night lineup that this aired as part of was the George Burns and Gracie Allen show, followed by that old Arthur Godfrey and his talent scouts, <laughs> then I Love Lucy, then December Bride, and then Westinghouse Studio One. So, uh, so it's like, it's like, I don't know if those were half hour or hour programs, but they would be like, you know. That one might have been an hour. We'll be doing a play by so-and-so or, you know. Yes, yeah. Hayden ingested so many of those, and I would there like, I, I found a couple. Uh, I'm glad that you. I'm surprised that you found them because those were kind of like, they were like. I'm not going to say the soap operas today. One and done. Yeah. 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 They were just like they churned out. There were so many of those, just like wall to wall. Yeah. If, you know, it was another way to advertise movies. cigarettes. It'd be like or, or alcohol, <laughs> beer. Uh, so, so what are you watching? I don't know what ABC was airing. Uh, it was a weird. I kept. It was a weird night. Um, but CBS is airing I Love Lucy. Lucy and Ethel meet movie star Rock Hudson. And then NBC is airing an episode of Medic. A damaged brain cell causes newspaper editors to learn to read, write, and speak all over again. Okay. I mean, I might watch Medic because what the it. hell Medic. is that? <laughs> I'm going to watch. damaged brain cell. Can, can, can you, is there another episode, another show? Because right now you can't beat Medic. No, I couldn't find ABC. I couldn't. So like Monday night's a weird night because ABC usually airs college press conference. I don't know what that is or boxing. And I couldn't find any boxing. I couldn't find any colleges talking about nothing. Uh, So I don't know. ABC was just kind of off the. They were just wilding (laughs) out that night. Well, Uh, as much as I love I Love Lucy, I'm very interested in Medic. Yeah, because I don't know what is. Is that a good thing that the damaged brain cell? Who's the newspaper editor? Like, what is I? It's got a lot of questions. Is one brain cell? Is a damaged brain, brain cell, cell causes a newspaper editor to learn to read, write, and speak all over again. Is this a true story? I don't well, know. I hope. I hope so. That you know gives me hope. That's God, fantastic. So many uh, on IMDb. Finally. An episode that people have rated 325 I Love Lucy fans gave this an 8.2 out of 10. Would you go higher, lower? Or is that right on the money? I'd go 8.3. Oh, wow. So, because I'm sure that most of those people were not taking Fred Mertz's suit at the end into account. So just like God bump it up it. a little bit. Not a full I, point, but it is it was enough for me to comment on it when I was taking notes on it. So it's something else. And you're not a menswear aficionado like I am. Look, I bought my third pair of <laughs> I mean, shorts literally yesterday. I I wear cool. jeans to everything. Um, I would probably give this a seven compared to like the great Lucy episodes. That's why it's like this feels very much like the 26th episode of season four where they're like, yeah, 
okay, we're in uh, Palm Springs and uh, Rock Huts is there and everyone's annoying. Like, and also we're because they wrote each other. Yeah, they wrote every episode and it's like, yeah, we got to just get something out. So, but it, it is interesting and I think commendable that a um a total like workhorse, like just a total run of the mill, like average episode of I Love Lucy it's still got good laughs and it's still like got good gags in it. And it's yeah. still, you know, really fun. Even four seasons in, which I think nowadays would be like six seasons, seven seasons. Oh, in. How, I, I didn't check to see how many episodes were in a season of Lucy. It's like over 30. Yeah, it's yeah. it's more than it's more than you get today. Now that now what they're doing is like they'll order 20 episodes and they'll air 10 and then they'll say, oh, it's been renewed. So you get the other 10 that they already knew that they were going to. Yes, it's awful. Everything is horrible and everything is bad. I hate to uh, say it, but you're right. Mm-hmm. Must uh, who had the must see performance. <sighs> and I'm either giving it to that to those gays walking into the pool or no. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm giving it to Vivian Vance. Hmm? I've made my hmm. loyalties known. I'll give it to Fred. Fred's uh, Fred just turning out, turning out looks. Fred, Fred, he's so undeserving of all this praise. <laughs> like, well, I mean, so like Fred, he's he's abusive. He's mean. Fred's style is not respected because uh, it is. I mean, it's it's timeless. In the nineties, it was made fun of by Nick at Night, and I, yeah, I love it. Um, must other people see this episode? There are better Lucy episodes. Oh yeah, there are better Lucy episodes. I and I felt like you were right. They did kind of squander Rock Hudson, like and Palm Springs. I'm just gonna be honest. You you tell me Palm Springs and Rock Hudson. I need solid thirty minutes of both. What did we see of Palm Springs? We saw outside the window of their bungalow as it was raining. So Mm -hmm. that's a big printed picture with rain on it. And a pool fairly set. small pool. Like a backyard pool. Give me more. Yeah. And, and <laughs> Rock Hudson basically walked in, told a sad story, and then just hung around while people hugged. It was, was, done. It was a yeah. waste of a Rock Hudson. God, he's like, I got, a, I got an afternoon free. <laughs> Look, yeah. Get me in and get me out, please. They, in one. They, I'm sure they filmed it in, in probably less than a day. Yeah, that well, yeah. It well, I guess, well no, I guess if it was in front of an audience, then like he was like, you know, I don't want to learn many lines. Give me one scene. And I'll be out. Yeah, I, I was interested about that because if they're filming in front of an audience, how hard is it for them to get a pool? Yeah, that is interesting. So I, I wondered if they did shoot that one on location. Uh, Was there water in it? Yeah, there was water in it. So I was like, how could like they could be pulling tricks with the black and white, you know, like who knows? <laughs> This is just like a bunch of cellophane or something. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that does it for the pride for for the first fierce episode of Must Have CTV Pride Month. Uh, right. this is my my people, my culture. How many how many weeks are there in June? Can we get through 60s, 70s, 80s and 90s? Mm, I don't weeks? know. Maybe well, we'll if, we push, if we push it into July, we push it into July. <clears throat> no, the gay agenda stops. <laughs> no. uh, um, I'll have to look that one never. up. No, um, <laughs> so we'll be going to the 60s. I'll have to look, I meant to like actually do this research and announce it, but I didn't. So um, it, it would be, I know it would be great to do episodes that are themed 
or a, a themed gay. But I think we're we might end up doing just kind of like gay actors like we did with Rock Yeah, Hudson. there's um there are a lot of medical oh oh no, I think I it was an Alfred Hitchcock presents episode that I can't remember what there was an Alfred Hitchcock presents episode that sounded fascinating. Uh <laughs> that was oh my god, let me actually see. Oh my uh list of uh LGBT LGBTQ Ah, this is my face while I Google sixties <laughs> uh, <laughs> episodes. Has a list of dramatic t- no, uh, list of priests and all riots, American television, the LGBTQ themes. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Why? Why? Alfred Hitchcock so presents. Um. Oh yes. Uh, nineteen sixty-five. Alfred Hitchcock presents an unlocked wit, an unlocked window. Uh, a transvestite strangles nurses to death. The killer was portrayed by professional female impersonator T.C. Jones. I'm intrigued. I'm As intrigued. a transvestite myself. Do we break with the, the sitcom? Oh, yeah. No, I'm Comedy? fine with that. I'm okay with it. Yeah, hey, we've talked about Heart to Heart, and we're going to talk about Heart to Heart again at some point. Heart to Heart is just as much a comedy as it is a... <laughs> Like if we were watching Medic, I'd be like, yes, we we were breaking with with tradition more than so than heart to heart. But I need to like research this T.C. Jones fellow because he what? Well, his spouse uh, was named Connie S. Dixon. So Arb. <laughs> I need to uh, I need to know Arb. if that's if that's real. Um, uh, we'll we'll do the research. A former actress and competitive fencer who owned a chain of beauty parlors in San Francisco. Wow. She, in fact, met Jones for the first time when he visited one of her parlors in search of a new wig for his performances. Hmm. They never had children. So I'm just saying. I don't think they did. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, we'll figure this out. It'll be good. Well, yeah, uh, now we have, to, we have to find Alfred Hitchcock Presents. Who's it screen? used to be on Peacock, but you know what? Who knows these days? Maybe they don't want to keep paying rights to the Alfred Hitchcock estate, so they're going to nix it. Or the T.C. Jones estate. God, I hate everything. Um. Hey, everybody, <laughs> if it's if it's not available, see if you can pirate it. Pirating you know what is to do. free. It's Pirates the only way we can ensure that we can actually watch all the stuff that we... I w- I, that I would pay for. That's the thing that drives me crazy, Disney+. Plus. I would pay... When they were like, we're going to get rid of the Howard Ashman documentary yeah, uh, was, right ahead of Pride Month and also before a Little Mermaid movie opens up. I'm like, uh, I like, what are you doing? That was the dumbest thing they, they could have done. And they didn't do uh, it. Like, well, yeah, because like oh, the, the optics, people, huh? Yeah, the yeah, PR. People very, got really upset, you but idiot. they shouldn't have done it. No, like, it's, but that's such like a bean counter move of like, if it hasn't been streamed X number of times, put it on the list for cutting it. No, don't look at it. It doesn't matter. I would like, say that's very that. About- for Willow killed me because I loved Willow. It well, it's been out for five months, so it yeah. had its it had its time. That's so stupid. When, yeah, I we're living in a weird, stupid time. Disney Plus let me down. Not I as got, bad as you know. You know they sorry, they guys. will never uh, do as bad a job as Max, as HBO <laughs> Max. Oh yes, um, Max. No longer uh, HBO Max. It is Max for some um, reason because you definitely don't want to be associated with one of the most enduring and recognizable brands 
in pop culture. <laughs> now you're Max, run by David Zaslav, who got booed at this freaking so uh, good Boston BU uh, graduation. Deserved speech. it. Deserved um, it. So where can people boo you? <laughs> uh, don't in boo a good me. way. No. My my uh my ego is not that that strong. Uh, check me out at Ethan K fifty five on Instagram. Um, I don't believe I'm anymore on Twitter. I believe they destroyed my account because I haven't. Oh, yeah, they're they're doing Twitter later. Um, but yeah, Instagram's a great place to to catch up. Um, check us out on YouTube. Must have seen TV. We have a a backlog of a couple uh, episodes that we're going to get up on Mm the the. the uh, YouTubes and Apple podcasts. Um, but yeah, Instagram's probably we, the best place. And you, yeah, you, and you can follow me, me on Instagram uh, at Barbara Hardly. Uh, and you can check out Barb Hardly's YouTube, which and during Pride Month, I'm going to try to do daily uh, recommendations of uh, sitcoms and gay TV shows to watch. Uh, and follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Brett White as well. Uh, and you know, keep listening to the podcast, watch it on YouTube, subscribe, um, rate, review, do literally everything because it would be it would just be nice. We do this all out of love, all out of love for you and the medium. Um, and it you can count it as a good deed to a gay during Pride Month. Just saying. I, I support that, you know, thumbs up. <laughs> Yay. Uh, I mean, I guess that's everything. Oh, thanks to ACAS for hosting the podcast. And, you know, we'll be seeing you next time um, in the TC Jones hour. TC Jones hour with Alfred Hitchcock. What are you watching? <laughs> Medic or TC Jones hour? Always TC Jones. Bye.